Hello, my name is James Pikeaway. Welcome to Potaholics. And this is Tech Talk with Andrew Thomas from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. This man really, truly has his finger on the pulse of technology. And that is why every week we get together to talk about what's going on in this wild and wacky world that really, at the flick of a switch, can just change right in front of your very eyes and you know if there's just if there's someone who knows about that andrew thomas good morning sir great to have you back with us we're we're going on video today on zoom so this is uh this will be an interesting one because usually we we get to look at each other and make googly faces not today that's it yeah yeah we've, we've got to try and uh, we've got to try and maintain our cool and interactiveness and uh, conversation flow without seeing each other. <laughs> which which is a huge one when you think about it. All these Zoom meetings that we do or yeah. these meet meetings, it, so much of it involves, you know, being able to throw to the next person and you're using that visual communication tool where, you know, this is why people don't like necessarily doing telephone conversations because you miss out on, on so much of what's going on. That's it, yeah. Very strange. We're now, uh, we're now back in the dark ages, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, how how was how was your week of zooming been? Good, yeah, yeah. Apart, aside from it being down, um, that was that was obviously. Um, I think on Sunday there we had some uh, some issues on there. I it, it um, I mean it, it's not really the best time, is it, to uh, you know provide a service that's a bit below par while the biggest kind of tech company in the world decides to update and give everyone their zoom as you know equivalent old uh, google meet yeah free yeah so um yeah i think um i think it's uh, but i mean having said that i mean we still the only concern we had was for monday with the webinar just because we host it in a zoom environment but it but it works fine which is which you know, is nice where they managed to get and I, I guess the Zoom guys are obviously working like crazy to keep their product uh, where it needs to be. And, and it offers, as, as we know, very particular things. And, and, and you pointed out, and I think this was kind of something that people forget, is that Zoom has been around for quite a while, but it wasn't geared to the pedestrian yeah. user. It really was a business tool. Yeah, yeah that's it. So, but uh, I mean, we're back on for whatever reason. It might be the... Uh, the internet gremlins that are, that are misbehaving this morning, possibly those <laughs> boys. I sometimes wonder, and I've noticed this at different times of the day, and and folks in different countries would notice it. But I I sometimes wonder if our providers don't throttle up during the key hours of the day and then in the evenings and stuff throttle right back so that they can conserve some bandwidth or reallocate bandwidth to other things. I I'm really curious and I don't, I don't know anyone in the service providers to, to talk about that, but I'm, I'm thinking they must be watching the usage and, and doing their darndest. I'd I'd probably, uh, I'd be sufficed to say that even if you did know somebody, in the uh, service provider, I doubt. I doubt that uh, they'd be saying publicly that they're throttling bandwidth. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it's just the the nature of of the beast. I'm afraid. You know, it, we hear this uh, because I think, as we said before, we don't really, um, we don't really, you know, think about. Um, I don't know. We don't really think about this a lot because we're not continually connected, but obviously it just pops up, doesn't it now? Cause we are. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Speaking of Zoom, there was something that I, I came across last week and I wanted to fire it back at you because I thought this was I, this this could be brilliant in in any workplace. And it, and it came from my favorite website that is really a curated set of articles, boingboing.net, which I got to say, I, I hadn't been visiting in, in the last few months and it, it's done a great job to pivot and do what it does. But it came up and they posted an article about uh, a way that you can easily use backgrounds in zoom you you upload a video of yourself essentially to the background gives you a 30 second clip that will just keep looping and if you upload yourself as the background in a video then you could literally step away from your uh your meeting and take a break and you know go do something else and then come back (laughs) yeah i guess i guess that's useful for if you're being called into one of those meetings where you're just a pedestrian yeah you know on the side (laughs) <laughs> there we go. Oh, hey, Andrew, what do you think about that? Or James, what do you think about that? And obviously at that point, you have to quickly, uh, you know, do a do a, a kind of heist, uh, almost heist video back to yourself. Yeah, can you imagine? But if you're just sitting there watching, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, I, I think more and more of this will start to happen because, you know, I, I, I talk to people who just hate going to these virtual meetings now because they, literally there are three people doing all the talking and they're just sitting there, but they have yeah. to be seen. You know, you have to be accounted for. And that, you know, that poses all sorts of interesting issues, but you know, it's the world we live in now. That's right. Yeah. 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 This is, this is part, part and parcel. I mean, it, funny, actually you said, um, there that you haven't kind of pulled up boing boing um it, it was i think you and i towards the weekend said i mean we've got a packed show yeah it, it's kind of the amount of tech that seems to have been released over the last week and interesting stories i mean this is probably the 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 the, the fattest i've seen uh, the notes, you know, in, yeah. in weeks, right? Well, it's positive. I think it's funny the way that our notes come together, because typically you're looking at stuff online. I'm looking at stuff online. We're reading stuff. We're thinking about stuff. And then we, we fire it back and forth on WhatsApp. And then I yeah. go in and call the WhatsApp and put them into a Google doc. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think, and it's, yeah. I always wonder why is, why is it we're not putting it right into the Google doc right off the bat or another place, but yeah. I think it just works. It truly, it truly makes it really easy to yeah. instantly share something, go take a look at it, get a read and then, and have an idea about it. And I think it's, yeah, I've got to be honest. I mean, I, I was, I was kind of super buzzed about talking about a few of these things, but the one that really uh, kind of excited me and it, and it must be because of the throwback was um, this new Nike auto max oh, with yeah. the self late self uh, self lacing sneakers throughout yeah. and, and it's on your phone. I mean, this is really, you know, like back to the future, isn't it? Simple as that. <laughs> I, I mean, this this doesn't just have the self-lacing. It's got lights. It's got everything. Yeah. You know, 13, you can choose between 13 options, color options, and they, you can make them pulse up for an hour. You can have voice yeah. control using Siri and Google Assistant. I mean, I just looked at these things and I said, I, 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 I'm not a big Nike fan for shoes, but I want a pair of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, that's, and and also, I mean, the, the challenge you kind of face now is that you got the whole hype beasts, right? The guys that just buy these these trainers and these sneakers, um, even though I mean, you're talking some strong money here, right? I mean, three hundred and forty pounds is around about fifteen hundred dirhams at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
you know, for actually a bit more than that, probably about 1,700 dirhams for a pair of trainers or sneakers. But I think, you know, this the whole hype scene with people buying Yeezys and, and Jordans and, the, you know, these other these other trainers, yeah. um, this is actually pretty, pretty cheap well, <laughs> when it, it comes to, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when you look at it and you start looking at what you get, so you get these shoes that are just cool looking. They got the auto lacing, yeah. but they also have the the fit adapt technology built into them, which means that using that that Air Max family technology that that you know fills up around your foot to give you that perfect fit, it does this. Yeah via an app so when you take them off lets everything go you put them back on and it'll readjust kind of like our car seats that we have where they, yeah. they go back to everything now the shoes done this so i think it's it's tuned right in for your activity or you could have multiple settings oh, i'm gonna yeah. go running so i want i want my running setting i'm gonna play some basketball i got my That's basketball right. setting i'm just gonna hang out i've got my relaxed setting and yeah. the bonus is you've got color <laughs> the lighting yeah exactly i mean <laughs> and you can control this all through siri as well yeah so you can do up to, to five priests through siri it's interesting i wonder they've said here as well that they've launched with siri and um it's going to be available on google assist later on in the year yeah. so it seems like apple is still that go-to when it comes to tech isn't it when yeah, uh, absolutely other kind of things want to integrate with it I, I wonder if it's because of Apple's slightly more closed environment. They they make it available to people, uh, very specific groups of people. Maybe the night guys have been in that environment a lot longer. It's easier yeah. to control it because you don't have as many possibilities of ways to break into it and, and corrupt the code. I, I mean, I, I probably think it's a lot of all those things. And the cool factor, right? Cool people are using Apple products. Cool people are wearing these Nikes, which if you take a yeah. look at them, they're actually quite nice looking too. They're really weird looking, yeah, yeah. but nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty stylish. I mean, I think obviously, you know, they did release the um, Back to the Future ones a few years ago. And I think for those, if you want to get a pair of those, I think they're, I think they're about 75,000 dirhams. Wow. Um, so, I mean, those are the ones that they just released, you know, a short release of them. And they, they're saying as well, similarly though, here, this isn't going to be a kind of mass marketed shoe. Um, which is a bit frustrating. So I think you're going to get a lot of this this hype beast, uh, you know, buying it away. The, these limited releases really are frustrating. I know Casio released a, um, a G-Shock uh, uh, watch with NASA uh -huh. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and, and I kind of jumped on straight away to grab it because I just really like the look at it. I was thinking about getting it my son, and, and it actually it was gone. Yeah. That was it. No, and they, people were already... People were already reselling it on <laughs> StockX um, for kind of four times the price, even though they didn't even have it. You know, they kind of had the order. They got the order, and as soon as they were going to get it, they were just going to sell it on. Yeah. So, yeah, getting getting a bit frustrating on some of these things. You know, this is, this is the online dilemma, isn't it? It reminds me of our Comic-Con days going to San Diego and mm. and and attending and you know everything was app driven everything was online driven and it was it was like these super gamers were able just to keep keep hitting the refresh and as soon as something gets launched they're there they've yeah. got their credit card in they've bought as many as they can and they're walking away with them and then they're reselling them and that that was a big thing that happened at comic-con with the uh, you know mattel and and other game providers who would be in the, the main hall selling product that was specifically yeah. geared to Comic-Con that you could only get if you went there. And people were, were get, going to Comic-Con not to go to Comic-Con, just to get this stuff to resell. So it's yeah. a, you know, that's a byproduct of our tech, technologically enabled shopping world, isn't it? 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got the. Um, I think it's tooled specifically. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's called Strike or something. That there's a tool specifically that works with eBay. So really? as soon as you know someone makes a bid, you can set bid parameters, and then basically you can be away from your machine, and it, it bids you know a dollar extra or a cent extra. Yeah. So yeah, there's it, it's. I mean, it's whole there's whole industries uh, organized around that now, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> E- eBay um, eBay is a name that I haven't heard in a while. Like I, I can't think of the last ta- time eBay rolled off my tongue as a place that I was going yeah. to buy something. Yet it's it's still alive yeah, and strong, it, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's still huge in the US and you in in Europe. I mean, I think that obviously here we, you know, we sometimes suffer. And you and I've spoken about this about being here, right? In the sense that a lot of these large uh, large organizations don't. Um, don't really want to kind of get involved in this part of the world, but yeah, eBay is still massive, uh, still massive back, especially you know, that kind of secondhand, uh, secondhand goods. But yeah. uh, thankfully, when Amazon here, right? I mean, it was. Um, I think um, I think that's the that's the best thing. But I mean, you you also I mean you put in a couple of other notes in there again around things that I just want. It felt like a bit of a Christmas list, James. You, uh, you kind of putting, I mean, I saw this, uh, these leaked images of this new Microsoft surface duo. Oh man. Yeah. It looks like Westworld. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, in fact, have, have you seen the last episode of Westworld three? I haven't talked about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk offline. Oh, great. I mean, phenomenal. I mean, they just, it, it, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk offline about it because uh, super excited about um, that again. I mean, it's just, uh, what a great season. I, I really liked it. I liked the direction it took. I liked the way it, it, it kind of, uh, you know, moved a bit. I, I was I was super happy with it. But, I mean, it's, this duo, I mean, do you, I don't know. It, it feels, I, I, get, I, get, I guess I understand it. I understand that obviously you'd want to look at, um, something like this, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's for the biggest screen size. So, you know, from a, I don't know, from a travel perspective or what, what do you think? Yeah. You know what? I, I'm wondering if looking at this duo, so the first thing that distinguishes it from what's being offered by pretty much every other provider of a hinged system is that this this duo actually has a physical hinge. So you've literally got two screens that are, are being put together, which is kind of cool. The first Mm. thing that struck me on this is I wondered if Microsoft wasn't playing back to a little bit of the Steve jobs mentality. And where I'm going with this is when he kind of, you know, threw water on some of the ideas, you know, like larger screens and things saying that, you know what, if you wanted a phone to be a computer, well, why wouldn't you just get a computer? And if you wanted, you know, that, that was sort of his thinking. And I'm wondering if Microsoft isn't kind of in this, this vein where they're not necessarily trying to make the best at everything device, but a device that's going to fill a very particular niche where you want a slightly larger device that might give you some phone options, but really it's going to give you a better way to look at content. And, you know, they're not saying, hey, this is going to be your go-to camera phone. They're not saying that at all because it doesn't have the best camera on it. It's got a decent camera. But if you want this handheld device that you can do some Zooming with or some meeting with, it's going to be there. 
and it's going to allow you a convenient way to, to hook in with the S pen and all that kind of stuff into, into creating yeah. content and working with content. And, and I wonder if it'll be a nice leap in that, that whole Microsoft surface kind of family. I wonder if it's going to find a nice link in there using some of the tools uh, of the Microsoft world. So I kind of looked at it and went, you know, I could see myself using this. I mean, absolutely. I could, I could see myself jumping in this world. Yeah. It, I think it, it's interesting that they've, you mentioned is they're, they're you know, enabling you to choose device, which device you want for, for which I don't know, activity. Right. Yeah. So as you said, you know, you can't be everything to everybody. So why why bother trying? You know, yeah. um, you, you you basically you know you why why bother? You you start to build up a portfolio of suites, you know, and then enable people to choose what they want to do. I mean, I guess I guess a- a- Apple have kind of done that, um, but but it gets a bit blurred, doesn't it, around yeah. some of the the kind of iPad Pros, the MacBook Airs. It gets a bit, bit, you know. Well, hold on. What one should I do? Where should I go? Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of this. Uh, I do. I do like the idea of this. I'm just not sure, from a practical sense, on the device. You, you know, why, where you would have two screens, um, and then how you would work on those two screens. So, because it, 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 it's touch, obviously. Yeah. And I've got. I mean, let's say I've got a calendar on the left hand side, and I've got, I don't know, like a web browser on the right hand side. Um, again, I'm going to be having to hold it flat with my le- you know, left or right yeah. hand and then use my other hand for touch. Or as you said, I mean, it may be graphics. It might be dragging things over from, from video production. Uh, you know, that might be where, that might be where there's the, the, the activity, right? Well, I wondered if I was working in sales and I'm doing, you know, maybe, I mean, increasingly I had a guy over the other day who's, who's going to work on a cover for me for an outside working space. And, and I thought, man, this duo would be perfect because one on one screen, he could have a web page open and he could be showing me pictures of the content that he's, that he's already made. And on the other side, he yeah. could, he could have the invoice page open where he's actually taking notes and writing down yeah. the dimensions. It's on both sides. So I can see he's showing me, I'm looking at it. He's making notes. So I've got two workspaces yeah. that are, are connected yet separate. And I thought if, if it'll do that, that's pretty cool. And it's got the USB-C plugin. So then you could also have a third way of getting some content in there. I thought yeah. it was interesting that they're not planning on going 5G, according to this leak, and that mm. it's not going to have... Um, it it, uh, it 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 doesn't seem to the, they're not talking about it having wireless charging or NFC. So I thought, huh, either this is something that is using some pretty old technology on board, or like we said a couple of minutes ago, they're really angling at a very specific thing, saying who's going to use this to shop, who's going to use this for NFC. Do we really need that near field communication things that you use for tap and wireless charging? Honestly, on this device, am I going to need it? Although what did concern me with the leak is they're not saying this battery is super giant. So running the two screens, I wondered how, what, what the, what the battery life is going to be like or how they're going to optimize that, that usage of power. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if you're going to start to see kind of devices again that are aimed at particular activity, because if we're now going to be in an environment where perhaps we're not as traveling as much, perhaps there's a lot more work from home. 
you know, activity. I wonder if you're going to start to see some of these tech providers, you know, think about that. I mean, it must be, I think, you know, you, you kind of think of, I don't know how, how current situations impacted different industries, yeah. but from a tech perspective, you know, it might be to that point where people are thinking, well, hold on, you know, a lot of our devices, we wanted to make them lightweight. We wanted to be able to connect. Um, but, but now do we need to do that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think you're absolutely, you've nailed it there. I, I want to go back to just a second. I'm, I've opened up the, the Mashable Middle East page where I first saw some of this stuff and they're talking about it and, and just looking at the form factor, if this is what it's going to look like. And again, having access to the surface pen, the S pen to me, this yeah. is brilliant. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I loved these, this, this pen system that they use on uh, Samsung products. I love it yeah. in the, in the, in the Microsoft products. I, I just think it's an under, an underutilized tool that none of these providers really, you know, talk about the fact that it really does. you. Yeah. The cons- it, do- it doesn't really unite the, the fact that we still take notes. We still write things. We still use those techniques. So why not yeah. build it into your system? And the technology behind handwriting recognition has gotten so good that it's, mm. it's not like first gen. And I, and sometimes I wonder if that's why people like you and I kind of look at these, these pen systems and go, man, I remember back to, and it wasn't so good. <laughs> and now it, it yeah. Uh, yeah. Those um, back in the day, those iMates, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, those those iMates were, uh, I think it was the iMate, right? I mean, you Jawbreaker and the games. I mean, they were some of the very that that was the last time I think I probably had, you know, a stylus. Uh, but back then, obviously, those stylus weren't they weren't very intelligent. They were essentially just as you know a plastic stick. Um, so, you know, you you kind of remember. I mean, I think the thing is, uh, I, I challenge any kind of um, handwriting recognition software to to read my handwriting. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think that is a task that I definitely wouldn't want to re-engage in. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm kind of, I'd, I'd, actually, funny enough, um, I've been writing more notes uh, since I've been working from home. I don't know why that is, mm. but uh, I definitely seem to be writing more notes. I think it might be because, you know, when you're when you're in a Zoom call, it's quite difficult to take notes yeah. because you you kind of all you can hear is like a tapping. So then, obviously, you can mute yourself. But then, once you mute yourself, you kind of forget and you talk and you hear Andrew, you're on mute. So I think that might be one of the reasons why I've been uh, taking more notes, possibly. I, I think it's also, my, my thinking is, uh, with, with respect to notes, because I do, I do the same. I always now have a stack of scrap paper sitting beside me and a, a stack of Post-it notes. And, and during a meeting when you're talking to someone, I think you're less inclined to take notes because you're actually looking at them and you're, you're, you've got all those other communication process happening. Whereas when we're in a Zoom meeting, yeah. I think it's just acceptable that you might, you know, people can see that you're writing, you're taking things down, you're talking, you're not looking at them yeah. all the time. And I think it's just acceptable in this virtual environment. And I, you know, I, 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 think, it, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I, I, I think it's interesting to go back to go back to uh, old tech with the uh, with the pen and paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of old tech, the other thing yeah. that we've talked about week on week is the old Sony Vio, and yes, and, and we, did. S- we we spoke about that. 
wasn't it last week saying i wonder yeah. if they're still here <laughs> and and so i i kind of googled it I, in fact that's what i did so i wonder what happened to sony vio yeah. and it turns out yeah. that sony sold off the vio computer line and it is its own thing it is its absolute own company and they're yeah. still producing Sony Vios and it's as they say it's it's a Japanese made computer now and yeah. as I'm I'm reading right off of their their webpage each team member of the at the headquarters in Azumino City Nagao they in this uh, Nagano prefecture they endeavor to create cutting edge technology each team member believes that a bold yet deft organic approach to manufacturing creates added value and in this level uh, to the, the to their commit they 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 bring this level of commitment to Japanese technology and aesthetics that is the hallmark of the craftsmanship. Now it then goes on to to show the the Sony Vios that they're still making and they're again all engineered yeah. in Japan. It, an interesting device because in some cases we see a lot of computers that have gotten smaller and you know yeah. I'm, again I'm thinking of our our Macs and thinner and everyone's kind of working towards, yeah. you know, USB-C things. And there's a, on, and I'll post all the links up there. I'll put them all into the notes for the show. But when you look at the Sony Vio, so it's still got this great keyboard. It's got this great, great screen. But the other thing is I'm looking at a, a top view of it and you can put in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different connectors. It's got a VGA connector on it. It's got a, a, an HDI connector, HDMI connector on it. It's got a USB-C connector. It's got a card reader. Yeah. It's got a, at least one, two, three. It's got at least three USB ports. You don't need any dongles. This is a dongle-free yeah. computer. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> that's how excuse me sorry that's how it should be that's how it should be positioned do you know what though i because you sent this through and i was looking looking on it i felt um so i pulled up the sx12 yeah it'd be the, the and straight away i saw the vga connector and i thought oh this must be an old model i mean who who is still using or connecting to a vga it just it felt I don't know. It just, it, I, I kind of went the other way. I mean, you, you kind of said, oh, it's a, you know, dongle free zone as it were. Um, I just felt like, oh, this, I was almost saddened by seeing <laughs> the VGA connector, if that, if that makes sense. I just, I kind of thought, oh, okay. That, you know, why? Why would you, why would you be going that far back to, to a VGA connector? Do, do you know what I mean? I just felt, I, I kind of felt, oh, because I was, I was super excited about it when you obviously found it. And I obviously, I think I championed it. So that was going to be my top three or top five tech. Yeah. And then I look at it and I'm like, Oh, well, nothing's changed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I initially thought like that. And then I started yeah. thinking about the, some of the environments that I've ended up in with my computer right. where I've, I've, yeah. they've only had a VGA connector. And I've been in okay. several of those environments where I've gone in and they've said, oh, okay, are we going to HDMI? And it's like, oh no, we're doing VGA. And it's right, like, okay, and they're right. like, oh, do, can you connect VGA? You know, they're they're Oh, do you have a dongle? And it's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and so that's great. And I think one of the, the, the VIO pieces and I, they've got one, a one liner on their site. We are proud to not be trendy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess, I guess it's a, it's a bold statement. Uh, 
I mean, I think they, I could argue that they were probably the trendsetters at one point. Yeah. I mean, everyone wanted one, right? It was, um, you know, and, and obviously the, the quality associated to, uh, but I mean, do they, there's no mention of Sony anywhere, right? It's no. now Vio. It's yeah, yeah. Vio. yeah, no, it's, it is no, Sony offloaded it and they are their own entity. And yeah. I, I got to say, you know, and that's a piece of it is exactly what you said. This, you know, the way the, the computer kind of stands up reminds me of, of my old, uh, I can't even remember what it would, my, what the, what my laptop, my Apple laptop was called. Cause remember Apple yeah. used to have those laptops. you I had one of those with the, the exterior legs and all that. The hinge. Yeah. yeah. Can't remember what that thing was yeah, called. Yeah. It, it was a great little computer. And I'm looking at pictures of these Vios, and it hasn't really changed at all from when it was. No. And and a piece of that is actually when I'm looking at it, I'm thinking it looks a lot like a Lenovo product. You know, it really. Yeah. But they're they're just you know their their whole thing is yeah we've upgraded the guts we've got we're we're making it possible for you to connect in any environment, and this computer is sexy and it works. And I just kind of looked yeah. at it and I thought hmm. Hmm, might this be something that I want to head back to? And what be what I thought also became interesting was that they they really have made a push in this this region. And I, you know, unfortunately we've we've got the COVID stuff that's gotten in the way of things, but they're really pushing their product here in in the Middle East. And we're talking yeah. the you know their their range starts at about forty four hundred dirhams. So yeah. you know you can you know it, it's the last time Sony had their hands on this was 2013 and six years later, these guys are, are, are rocking it on yeah. their own. So uh, it'll be, I think it could be very interesting. Yeah. I, I, let me pick your brains on this. So obviously Vio have chosen this market as, um, you know, something they want to hit. You yeah. put up obviously the, the new fire tablet, fire tablet eight. Oh, man, yeah. uh, it's going to be launched, uh, I think in, in a couple of weeks, like June, June 3rd, they're going to, they're kind of get this out of the market and it's pretty cool. I think we can obviously run through that, but before we kind of get a, a look on that, why do you think we can't get, you know, fire devices in this part of the world? So if I go on Amazon, I can't get fire sticks. I can't get fire tablets. Um, it's you know getting Kindles. I can get a Kindle, but all of their other fire <clears throat> fire products, I just can't get. It just it kind of it's not even available on Amazon.ie. I mean, why, why do you think that is? I you know I I I've been asking myself that question a lot because I think yeah. the, the Fire Stick really is a great piece of kit. It's so affordable. Yeah. It's a great way to get you onto online and, and get you into a lot of streaming content. And I I kind of go back to some of the words that you've said over the last couple of years. And the only thing that I can think of is it, it comes down to market size and they, but, but yeah, but I, I, I get that. But I mean, I think in Saudi, like if they launch the fire tablets, right. Yeah. In Saudi, I mean, they'd sell hundreds of thousands. You, you kind of, you know, that, that, that fire tablet that we'd spoken about a couple of years ago, I mean, I bought, you know, for the kids, I mean, it's a hundred dollars yeah. for a fire tablet. You know I mean? That, that, I think we spoke about it at the time, you know, the case is actually half the price of the actual, yeah. <laughs> uh, the kiddie case, you know, yeah. the, the, the half the price of the yeah. actual device. So I just find it bizarre that, that we can't get these, well, you can obviously, I mean, they, they do sell them in Virgin Megastore and they sell, but I mean, you know, almost double the price, yeah. uh, that kind of gray market, you know, import, uh, price tag. So, 
you know, you've got this beautiful new file. There's a lot of tablet eight, and you've got things like you know USB connectors. You've got um, improved speed, improved storage, and and yet it looks amazing, uh, but we can't get it. <laughs> I I wonder if a piece of it, Andrew, is language support, and, and if they're going to come into an Arabic speaking mm-hmm. environment. I mean, great, they they've got all the English support, but I. A piece of me wonders, okay, what's the Arabic language content available on it? How strong is that? And if they're going to come in here full force and they're going to hit Saudi and they're going to hit across the region, are they going to be able to provide the language support, not only, you know, online, you know, through tele, tele, you know, through services such as hitting call centers, but also online through, you know, your internet access, et cetera. I wonder if yeah. that's a piece of it. And they're just sort of, you know, going with that whole mindset that, hey, if we can't do this 100% right off the bat, then we've got to hold back. And and I, I a piece of me wonders, since Amazon has rolled itself into the Middle East, it's here now, as that mm-hmm. slowly grows and they, they start to see you know, what's going on in the region and they start to get a feel of how this is all panning out and, and they, they increase yeah. their footprint. I, I can't help but wonder that if they won't start to roll more, more out that is really intended for this market and, and if yeah. maybe Farsticks will be one of those pieces. I, I think you're onto something there from a customer service perspective because what they pride themselves on is this incredible customer service, right, um, that they have and they really do. I mean, and anyone that kind of had the privilege to shop in kind of states or North America or Europe with, with Amazon. It, the customer service is fantastic. And to be fair, I've, I've had a similar experience here, but when it comes to, you know, these electronic devices, um, you, you do need support sometimes. And yeah. there is that kind of network. So I guess that's probably why we can't get the whole, you know, Google pixel here as well, because they just, they, they, they don't want to, I guess they don't want to, you know, give you a bad customer experience, let's say. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to think back because even <clears throat> when I bought these uh, fire tablets, the one I bought actually, one of them, when I switched it on and fired it up, had a couple of lines on the screen. Mm. I just went straight back to, um, straight back to, you know, Best Buy. And I, and I, and I, I started to explain <clears throat> what was wrong with it. And he just went, oh, you know, no problem. Here's a new one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was no... I, what, and he goes, has just, you know, fire, uh, fire, fire policy, um, policy, which give you, you know, a new one. Yeah. So no questions asked. He could see that I bought it earlier on in the day. You know, there was obviously clearly something wrong with it and it just swapped out. I mean, I can't imagine that ever happening here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you're, you're also onto something else when you were talking about, so there's the, why Amazon hasn't rolled out a lot of these things here. It, this, as you said, the same with Google with all of their pixel products uh, both the phone, they've got, you know, they've got headphones that go with these things, wireless headphones. There's, there's all sorts of pieces that fit into that whole, even with the Chromebook area. I mean, there, yes, yeah. there are Chromebooks being sold here, but not nearly like we're seeing in other markets. And again, I wonder if, if it's just that whole customer service side of things. And are we going to be able to service these products and all of the ancillaries that go with it? And if we can't, then let's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's like a definite statement, right? Yeah. We can't, we can't provide the full service. I mean, I, look, I'll, 
I'll touch upon it kind of before we before we kind of finish up. But I mean, I I got a new Fire Stick. Um, I I got it organised through Shop and Ship, so I bought it in the states, obviously because obviously Shop and Ship is fantastic, still working, and I got the new Fire Stick 4K. Wow! Just that whole connectivity is phenomenal. You kind of get an alert and says, "Oh, you got a new Fire Stick." you want to set it up on the app and i'm like uh okay that's creepy i haven't even got it yet but you know i've got a new fire stick and then as soon as you as soon as you kind of switch it on it's seamless yeah. i mean honestly you you kind of plug the thing in on hdmi uh it says oh hey have you got an amazon account connect to wi-fi here you go and then you're up and running yeah. i mean you're literally up and running in in such a short period of time it's uh it's crazy you know you I, I was good to go within about, I'd say, under two minutes. Really? Um, connected. And then, obviously, you've got all of the, the whole raft of apps on there, the, the, the Alexa built into, the, um, uh, built into the, the remote. So straight away, you can kind of ask Alexa to you know, open. I did a search, for example, as, hey, Alexa, open Diners, Drivers, and Dives on YouTube. Yeah. Like, just go. Uh, you know, seamless the the experience, Man. seamless the experience. You know, so it, it kind of it's. Uh, uh, I mean, okay, I, I guess if if again uh, if I unboxed it, if it didn't work for any reason, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> but you kind of, you know, I guess I, I I took the risk, let's say, and and at the moment it's paid off. <laughs> I, I just find it amazing that once you bought it and obviously some of your data gets keyed in because you've bought the Alexa, it's already, it's already, you know, prompting you, Hey, I know you've got this thing and Hey, it's coming. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but two yeah, minutes. And it, and it's, it's very much like, um, it's very much Google in respect, you know, alerted on your, Hey, listen, advice, and then Alexa, that I've got another device. So Alexa's has got a different device. So I just tested it. Uh, I think that's XM at the moment is completely free. Um, and I've hooked that into Alexa and, and I just straight away said, hey Alexa, play Howard 100 on Sirius XM. And it came up on the TV. Wow. So, it, and, and then there wasn't, it didn't ask me to download anything else. It didn't ask me to download radio or Sirius XM app. It just played. So I think the, you know, that kind of seamless, easy plug and play yeah. is, is is sometimes missing now with, with tech, right? You, you kind of, it gets confusing when you start to kind of roll through things and anyone that's ever set up like an Apple product, if you've forgotten your Apple ID, I mean, it's a disaster, right? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to, you know, are you connected here, connected there, not connected? Uh, all of these, all of these things become frustrating, but that, that Amazon is just almost kid proof. You see that you know you you've just sold me on getting a Fire Stick because to me that yeah. is the big thing. If I want to listen to some radio, if I want to listen to a podcast, and it's going to go and sort it yeah. all out, and I don't have to go log into a bunch of different apps, and oh, you don't have this app, and oh, you don't have access to that, and it's just going to yeah. do it. Oh, I'm in. And if I don't have to do any programming, it's put it together. Bucks as well. Hundred bucks. See, that's that's yeah. that's worth it. I mean, I, I yeah, give, totally. given, given how much time we watch movies, I mean, our, every night we sit down in front of the TV for a couple hours. That's sort of our, 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 our disconnect is just watch some mindless yeah. TV. It, it makes this more of a realistic issue. And, and unfortunately I'm not watching Dubai one. I'm not watching OSN stuff. 
I'm not watching MSN. I'm, you know, I'm watching stuff yeah. that, that I've recorded. I'm watching stuff off of YouTube. I'm watching a whole different group of things. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Opens up yeah, a whole other definitely. avenue, man. Yeah. I hate to say it, Andrew. I think we've run out the clock here. I know you've got a, a raft of meetings you've got to get to. And we've, we've just yeah. scratched the surface on our wish list. But as I said, I'll post up what we've yeah. gotten to and we'll, we'll keep going. The, the, other, the other quick one yeah. uh, is, is just, just as we're, we're signing off, uh, Instagram making their live broadcast last a whole bunch longer. So when you go Instagram live, it then goes to IGTV yeah. where now it's going to live for longer. I, I think this is, this is opening the door for a lot more content creation and really kicking the pants of a lot of our traditional media because you and I could sit down and we could produce a, a quick show and, and it's going to live forever through Insta. And we know people are looking at Insta. So this is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I was really excited by that. The one that kind of caught me off guard was Facebook, although I guess it shouldn't have caught me off guard. Facebook bought Giphy and this is, you know, this is a GIF maker, a GIF library that's used on Instagram and other apps, makes nice kind of headshots and things. I guess 50% yeah. of the users of Giphy are on Facebook are, are on Facebook apps, so it shouldn't surprise me. But, you know, they're still out buying and they're still out looking at how to put things together. So I thought this was kind of kind of neat and something that, that again, got me, uh, got me fairly excited saying, hey, you know what? People are still buying stuff. They're still, they're still working it. So, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, very much so. Don't don't it's sit still, back, don't happening. relax. Yeah, exactly. It's you know we might be locked in our homes, but that means time to continue to think and and look at how you can. I guess for me, this this this, this was a reminder that that innovation is not always something brand new. It could be looking at how you use yeah. something better. And it could be a very small piece of the user experience. And I think that's right now, innovation and user experience. I think if we're not thinking like that, then we're not thinking. Wise, wise words to end on. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, you know what? As always, been an awesome one. I know you've got to go. I've got to go. I want to remind everyone that that they are listening to Tech Talk right here on Podaholics. You want to get in touch with us, Podaholics with a K at gmail.com. Hit the website, www.podaholics.com. And of course, we're across all of the socials, Podaholics with a K. Lots of shows up there to listen to, and we look forward to doing it again really, really soon. You've been listening to Podaholics.